0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 180 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony D. Domenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live from Facebook, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as on Instagram over at ComicAnthonyD. If you want to become a Patreon member, very easy go to patreon.com slash WW Bro Podcast. You can get all the bonus episodes there. Um, and again, the podcast is always available though. The regular podcast at www.bropodcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. As you guys can see, if you follow me over at comic, Anthony D I love sharing them on social media and uh, we had some great ones last week. Thank you so much for the support and the shout outs on, um, on iTunes. Once again, that's iTunes five-star rate and review. Bilt Bar is doing some crazy sales. You can save at least 10% off your order at BiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST at checkout and save yourself at least 10%. If they're doing a sale where it's even more off, it'll be tacked on so you can save even more. So definitely go check that out at BiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. You guys are looking for an awesome Nitro Brew Coffee. I drink these all the time. Sail Away Coffee. com. Use code WWBRO10, and you will save yourself 10% off your order. As I said last week, uh, we have a GoFundMe going from my buddy John Ziegler. It's in my link tree on Instagram over at ComicAnthonyD. Over $30,000 raised so far. I, I, really, this community is absolutely amazing. People have been donating from my Instagram page, co- comedians as well. Now John's one of the good ones, so... um. If you can spare anything, head over to my link tree, and the GoFundMe is there. I actually got to hang out with John a little bit today. We went for breakfast, and John actually inspired me this week to get back to the gym. Um, you know, I was being a little, you know, I guess, you know, you guys, I've documented over the last few weeks my struggles and everything, and the gym was, was my goal, to get to the gym this week, and I did. Uh, John actually inspired me. He sent me a video of himself working out. Now, he's three weeks post-op, and... He can't lift more than five pounds, but he's, he's laying there. He's using his resistance bands, and I'm like, well, if he's doing this, I'm sitting here doing nothing. I, could like, I can get my fat ass off the couch, and I can go to the gym, and I can get a workout in. So that's what I did this week. It was, felt great to be back into the gym. Uh, I really missed it. It's one of those things like, you know, you, you, with eating healthy, all of a sudden you get back, you get back into it again, and you forget how good it makes you feel. You know we always forget that how good like taking care of yourself and 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 doing the right things makes you feel but it it felt good to be back in the gym and it was great seeing John today uh he's always been like the voice of reason for me uh reality checking some things and, and I haven't really bothered him with my issues because he's going through his own thing but you know we got to hang out today got to talk and like I said he's been that since day one you know when I first met John, we told the po- this I guess the story on the on past podcast episodes when he's been on. But I used to do this joke um, comparing my to a Neapolitan ice cream where it's three different colors, and the punchline was, too bad it doesn't taste like it. Horrible joke. Not funny at all, really. Um, And this is is my closing joke. This is when I first started doing comedy. I was six months in. This was the big finale. That's what, you know, the whole set led up to that masterpiece. And uh, so John comes up to me and he goes, "Uh, you know that joke that you close with? Uh, Maybe don't do it. And I'm like, what, to close? He's like, yeah, or ever. So he's always been that guy, you know, and uh, that's always given it to me straight. And we talked today about uh, my weight gain, and he knows the reason behind it and everything. And, like, he told me in February to just get toxic situations a- out of my life. And, you know, I don't know. I-, I I guess I'm a glutton for punishment in that case, but, I, you know, we stay in toxic situations because we think it's going to change. We think that, you know for some reason we can make the person change or the situation change. And really all we do is further damage to ourself. And it's, it's tough to get out of those. Uh, you know, but again, he's been telling me since day one about this. And, you know, as always, he's right. And, uh, I it took me a little while to listen. I never, you know, whenever, like I was seeing a new girl or something, I brought it down to the club. I was always hesitant of, of John meeting her because like, he would tell me right off the bat. And most of the time he was right. He'd just be like, ah, this girl's crazy. He goes, ah, get rid of her. And he's like, no, no, I, I think it's going to work out. And he goes, oh, yeah, let will see how that goes in a couple of months. Again, he was always right. So like I said, back in the gym this week, another good week on track. So now this is uh, a couple of weeks, I lost another 1.8 this week. So in these two weeks, I'm down about 7.8 pounds, and now the goal is just to turn this into three weeks. I'm not going to set a a long-term goal for myself because I don't want to get myself off track. I want to keep on going. I got a good momentum going. And, you know, even with the holiday weekend, I I went out. I did things. I, I still lost. So I'm just learning how, you know, to get back into that groove. And, you know, getting back to the gym too is a big thing. It helps with my anxiety, helps my overall mood. I go from unpleasant to less unpleasant. And um, the next step is now I'm going to incorporate more cardio into it. Uh, That's my next goal. And again, setting these small goals for yourself, these very attainable goals, it builds success. And when you have success, you want to keep on getting it. And, you know it's very easy for me to come on here and go okay I want to lose the 70 pounds that I gained and go out there and try to lose it in one week we all do that and it never works it's a, it, it's a, it sets you up for success uh for f- failure when you really want to set yourself up for success and it's not easy with with social media and re- constant reminders of what you're going through like facebook has this thing on this day and it shows you all the posts from on this day and i'm looking at posts from last year from 2019 and I'm saying to myself, like, you know, I look so much better then and I want to be there. And, you know, I I kind of bring myself to that that mindset. And I'm like, well, I can't do anything now about it. I can't go back to 2020. I can't go back to 2019. What I could do now is just build on what I'm trying to do here. And move forward, you know, I'm not going to lose that 70 pounds right off the bat. It's going to take time. And, you know, just look at two weeks. Almost eight pounds are gone. So and you think about it, it's it's doable. And we, we all know we can do that. Um, but what, what gets us in our head is ourselves. I mean, what, not ourselves, but you know what I mean. Like we get in our own minds and we tell ourselves that we can't do it. Or we try to overcompensate and try to lose everything in one week. And you just end up back where you were. And that's what I'm trying to avoid here. I can't change. What happened? That that past year is gone. But I also realize, you know, I I have to kind of rein this in because I'm not at the point in my life where I could do this again. I'm kind of playing with fire here. Um, I'm not at the point where I I you know that's healthy and it's not healthy at really any point. But you know, here I am now. I'm getting to the point. I'm going to be 42 in a month, and I I, I can't keep living on a healthy lifestyle. It's, it's got to change. And just, you know, looking around me, I've had people that are sick around me lately and, you know, it kind of weighs heavy on me that I, I have to do something, part of the pun with that. Uh, the, the, the weight I gained does weigh heavy, but, you know, you, you have to do something now. And I think about when I first started. I, I started this at almost 38 years old because I was scared to be 40 and to be where I was. And here I am now in my 40s and I was sliding back And, you know, where is that going to get me? It's going to get me nowhere. It's going to get me back where I was. And who knows what that's going to do to me physically and mentally. And I have some vain reasons why I want want to lose weight. I have a wedding I'm going to be going to in November. I want to be comfortable there. I want to be comfortable in a suit. I want to be able to... I haven't worn a real suit in a while. I was kind of waiting to, to get one until, like, you know, I was a little less down, but now, you know, I'm going to have the wedding in November, but you think about it, that's still months away. I could do some either damage or positive steps to taking weight off to that point. So I'm, I'm not going to get crazy with it. I'm not going to look that far ahead. Like I said, it's just one week at a time, one day at a time. I know it sounds redundant, sounds cheesy. We've all heard it before, but that really is the best way to do it. And it's almost like I'm relearning again how to do this program and how to take care of myself because I let it go for a while. And you know the the biggest thing is you know when things do get frustrating and they get you know annoying and and you're you're like well I'm just gonna throw my hands up in the air. That's when you got to buckle down even more and you got to push forward because you know going through losing 200 pounds and then putting back 70. And now trying to take that off again, it's, it gives you another perspective that, you know, you kind of took for granted when you were you know, having success that almost it came too easy or it feels like it came too easy. And that you can navigate through it just be like, oh, yeah, I'll put it off to tomorrow. I'll put it off to another day. And those days just pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up. And before you know it, it's out of control. So like I said, seeing John today was a really good reminder about what I have to do. And, you know, you're seeing somebody who's going through something a lot more than you're going through and they're pushing through it and, and they're, you know, go have a positive outlook on it and stuff like that. So I look at myself and what I'm going through and there's no reason I can't take care of myself. There's no reason I can't get to the gym and there's no reason I can't do any of these things. And, you know, we can feel sorry for ourselves all we want. That's not going to change anything. That's not going to change the weight going down on a scale, you know, how you go about your day, you start feeling sorry for yourself. It's, it's just going to be a downward spiral. And I'm, to, I'm saying it from experience. I, I'm, I went, I'm, I'm trying to get out of it. I'm not saying I'm totally out of it yet. It's been two weeks, but it's been a good two weeks. And no matter what came my way, I just thought about it, had a plan of attack, and moved forward with it. And even this weekend, I had the 4th of July, I went to my buddy's house and I planned for everything, you know, what I was going to eat that day, just being out. And I think that's another thing too that I'm doing now. I'm actually putting social events into that program. And I, I tend to do this a lot when I'm trying to be on track. I will not attend anything. I will not go anywhere. I kind of make myself a prisoner of the program. And that's not real life. Real life is going out, experiencing things, doing things. There's always going to be events. And if you miss out on those things, you start to really try to overcompensate eventually by going out and just not caring at all. Where when you have a plan and you are able to go to these events and actually be a part of it, you're not missing out on anything. You're enjoying life. You're enjoying what's going on. And I was, that's been a problem with me since I first started back in 2003. That's how long I've been trying to do this on and off. And I've told the story before on here, but like, for, I joined in 2003. For two years, I didn't do anything but WWE. That when I first went away on vacation at my cousin's wedding and, ex- and had a good time, I didn't want that to end. I, I was like, I don't want to go back to tracking. I don't want to go back to weighing and measuring everything. I don't want to go to the gym every morning. I want to, like, this is how it should be. I want to be like a normal person. And again, that gets thrown around too. Normal. What is normal? Is it normal to just, you know, every day not track and say you're going to do something and do it and not be accountable to anything? For some people, yes, they could do that. Absolutely. They could, you know, wake up and... Food's not on their mind 24-7, and they have no problem getting to a gym and taking care of themselves because they have that discipline. For some of us, we don't. We have to make it that way. And it's harder, and it becomes more difficult, but you get that into that routine, and it becomes part of your every day. And for me, not doing that became part of my routine and part of my every day that it gets to the point where you start to think, I don't have time for it. I don't have, but, you know, but, but two months ago I did, it was, wor- it was working. There was plenty of time in the day to do everything else I wanted to do, but we just can talk ourselves out of it very quickly. So it's really keeping a positive mindset and what I want going forward. That's keeping me on track and just seeing people around me, you know, that, like I said, like, you know, social media can be either a negative tool or a positive tool. You could see people on social media doing amazing things and you could say to yourself, well, that's not me. I can't do that. Or you could draw inspiration from it and make yourself do things that you couldn't do. Not everybody could do everything. You know, I see, people, I be people running marathons. That's not me. I'm never going to be that person and I'm okay with that. And I'll, you know, it's not something that makes me feel bad, but I could do other things. I could take a walk. I could walk the preserve. I could walk around the block. I can go to the gym and lift weights. And to me, that is my marathon. That is me being active and, and and building on my success. Or you could sit on the couch and watch it and be like, oh, okay, that's nice. Good for them. Give it a like and be like, oh, it's not not going to be, why even bother? I mean, it's easy. It's very easy to do that. Negative, negative thoughts and self-talk Creep up very quickly, and a lot of times they make more sense than the actual being on program and doing doing what you want to do. And what I'm trying to do is not make it about weight, you know, because I, I can't fixate on what I weigh right now. I can fixate how to fix it, and I could move towards that. But I have to also take other things into consideration: how my clothes feel, um, how I feel physically getting around. And that was a big thing, too, that my my knees started to hurt more. My back started to hurt more. On stage, I felt more sluggish. And that is always the the telling point for me, how I feel on stage, because for years, I felt horrible on stage. I had to take pills to get on stage as far as, like, Advil and ibuprofen because my knees and my back hurt. I timed how long I would actually have to stand for. I would sit to the last second possible till I was called to the stage. Got on the stage, and many times I just sat up on the stool on the stage because my, my back and my knees couldn't hold it, and I would lose my breath just from talking, just from telling jokes. So that was like the first thing that I really noticed when I started losing weight, how much more easy that got. And then, as time went on, didn't even notice it. Didn't even Didn't even cross my mind because I was just so used to feeling good on stage and not having to worry about that. Then you throw in this past six, seven months, comedy's coming back. I'm getting spots again. And I'm going on stage. And each time during that period, I felt worse and worse. And I just didn't... I. I that's what really, I guess, one of the things that made me make the switch as well because other things you can hide, you know, with social media posts and things like that, and I stopped posting my way in so no one really knew where I was, but people knew. I mean, they see you. It's not like it's a secret, you know. It's not like everybody's blind to what's going on, but you can kind of hide the struggles a little bit. And then, but I felt it more than anything else, more than anybody saw, I felt it. So I didn't want to keep going that way and feeling worse on stage, especially now that the summer's coming up. I got chosen Jersey. You know, I enjoy being down in the Jersey shore. I enjoy going on the boardwalk, walking around, seeing things. And I said to myself, I'm going to go down to Janks this summer and I'm going to be so far gone that it's not going to be enjoyable. I'm at a new place I've never been to before, Bird and Betty's. Actually, if anybody's in the Jersey Shore area, uh, July 22nd, I'll be at Bird and Betty's, and August 10th, I'll be at Jenks. And the same reasons that I used to not take gigs was because I was worried about, you know, the surroundings. I kind of felt myself worrying about that again. That when my buddy Ryan asked me to do Bird and Betty's, I'd never been there before. I don't know this place. And as you're going more into a spiral, a downward spiral, and I wasn't feeling good, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I know Janks, I know the layout. I know there's places I can go and hang out. I don't know Bird and Betty's. So if I have to be someplace that I feel is uncomfortable, I'm not going to do it. And that's why I'm like, you got to stop that. This is one of the reasons why you started to begin with, because you don't want to say no to things like this. And it's the same thing with being in social settings. If you don't know the surroundings, you don't want to be in those surroundings. Because right away, your mind's just thinking, how am I going to be comfortable in this situation? And for me, making myself comfortable in those situations is taking care of myself. If I feel good, I'm not worried about really anything else. If I'm feeling okay, there's places I could sit, stand, whatever. And I, I started to creep, like I said, creep up back again. And I actually almost said no to one of these gigs. And I'm like... I'm at a point where gigs aren't flowing in like I'd like them to be. Uh, That's my own personal choice, you know, not going to certain places, kind of starting over again in a way, but I shouldn't have to turn down things because I'm afraid of the venue itself or the stage or how to get on the stage or backstage or anything like that. And it's crazy that we have to think that way. Some people just don't care. Me, I overthink everything. I can overthink uh, a fortune cookie, you know, as far as what's on there. Um, why did I get that? Why is it me that got that? And so, I, you know, really getting my mind into a real bad place. And again, that's me. I, I know me. I know how I operate. But I just didn't want that to happen again. And I'm still, I'm still digital. I'm still not going back to the workshops. I don't know if I will. Uh, I'm still in, you know, enjoying what I'm doing. I haven't been back to the workshops in a while. Uh, who's to say I, I will never go again? I don't know. But right now, I'm just, just putting this on me. And fo- I'm, fo- I'm getting through it. I don't feel like I have to involve other people at this point. Like you know the kind of thing like you got yourself into this mess you can get yourself out of it. Um yeah the support's great but I have I have a ton of support and that's one thing I'm I'm very thankful that I don't lack is that that support that support system uh that the workshops right now I don't feel like I need them. And I know I've been a big advocate for them and if anybody's just starting this program yes go to the workshops. They are great to be around people that are going through what you're going through. But for me, it's, it's also a little bit, I guess I'm embarrassed to be at the workshops again because I did have so much success there. And, you know, it's maybe it's my own, you know, selfish reasons that I don't want to go back there as a quote unquote failure. Maybe I'll go back when, you know, things get a little better for myself, but, uh, it does stress me out a little bit to, to go to the workshop. So I'm not going to do it. And sometimes you have to be selfish that way. And you have to just cut things out that you know will be more harmful than good. And that goes back to the toxic situations that, that I was talking to John about. And he, like I said, you know, it was great to see him today and it it always puts things into perspective. And we did talk about the weight gain and, um, and he said, you know, you can't do it at this age because you're going to be 42. You you, you got to get yourself back on track. He goes, You know, just look at me. He goes, you, you have to, you really have to take care of yourself. And here's a person who took care of himself his whole life, and things still happen. There's no guarantee. But why add to that? That's my whole thing. Why do I want to add to that? And uh, it's just been, I know it's only been two weeks, but. It's been a really good two weeks. Everything has improved. You know, I've my moods improved better. My you know my mobility's improved a little bit. Uh, just my outlook's improved, and I, I really feel like this is something that I could do again. I I lost that a little bit. It was it was something that I, I felt like it was gone. Like I had that that great couple of years. Those three years are great. Fourth year was kind of on and off. And I was like, well, I guess that's it. I guess we're just headed back to, you know, the other direction. But again, I had people in my life that won't let that happen. And that really pushed me even further with it. So that's, again, one of the reasons why I'm like, okay, I think I could do this without the workshops. But again, I'm not bad-mouthing the workshops. I'm just talking from my own experience and what's good for me at the moment. But I think also, you know, like I said, incorporating more cardio, getting back to the preserve, doing my walk there. I think that'll be a big help, a big mood changer. I'm not going to be able to do what I did, you know, my, my peak there. I'm not going to do four miles up and down hills. I'll Start slow like anything else. I don't know if anybody else feels that way too. Like when you have to almost start over again, it's, it's a reminder. Like, you know, you know where you were. And that goes back to the Facebook post. I know where I was and I know where I am now. And I can't let that get in my way to not build towards that again. But, you know, I'm just going to just keep, like I always say, keep moving forward. It's, it's not going to be, I'm not going to let myself give up and I'm not going to let myself quit. I know for myself, I, I, I don't want to be back where I was when I started in 2017. It, I was miserable. Everything was miserable. Every part of my life was absolutely miserable. Just everyday life, just getting through it, my weight and my, you know, my health, it, it made it a big struggle. That when I got home at night from work or wherever I was, I was done. Where I just want, you know, now I want like when I'm done with work, I want the day, you know, my kind of day to be begin, you know, the beginning, like go to the gym, cook dinner for myself, take care of myself, go out, see friends. I don't want it to be like all my energy was really just getting from my house to my car to work into the building and barely getting around. I I don't want that to wear me out to where I can't do anything. So this week, I'm going to continue on with the gym, taking care of myself. I went food shopping on Saturday. I'm set up for the week. There's no reason for me to go out for food or anything else. Everything is here. So I'm just going to focus on that, make it a really good week. And I'm hoping I can come back on here next week and be like, yeah, listen, three weeks in a row with the loss. That hasn't happened in a long time. So that's something I want. I, I want that accomplishment. I want that, you know, that'll feel good to me. That's a goal of mine is to have three weeks in a row with a loss. Because that'll really be, you know, to me, real. You was know, a scene in Major League Two. Um, when the manager goes, we won yesterday. We win today. That's two in a row. We win tomorrow. That's a, that's called a winning streak. He's like, It has happened before. And that's how I'm feeling right now. That I have another good week. Another week with a loss. That's my winning streak. And I'm not naive that I know gains are going to happen. That's just, just how the body works. Where there's weeks where you do everything right. And your scale goes up. And like I, I've said before. I can't always go by the scale. But... Now, this beginning, I have to kind of go by it. It has to be a a measuring stick. You know, when I get down more weight, the non-scale victories will come into play more and more. But right now, that has to be a measuring stick is is the losing of the weight. So that's my goal for this week, is to have three losses in a row, hit the gym a little more, incorporate more cardio, make myself feel better. And hopefully next week, I can come on here and tell you guys all about it. Just really going to take it day by day. I know it's cliche, but uh, that's all we got right now. That's all I could do. Getting through it the best I can, and uh, I'm, just, I'm I'm feeling good. So that's all. I'm, I'm going to keep building on that. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody watching on Instagram. This has been episode 180 of the WWO Podcast. As always, the podcast is available at wwwpodcast.podbean.com. As well as on iTunes, and while you're there, please do not forget to five star rate and review. I love reading the reviews. I love sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single "Something to Believe." You can find this on iTunes as well. And while you're over there, check out my best friend Nick's new band, Demon Scar. That's right. I'm wearing the T-shirt tonight. If you're watching live. Demonscar.bandcamp.com. He's releasing new music all the time. Definitely go and check that out. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, which is the best sandwich out there. Not just because it's named after me. Part of the reason. But whatever, just check it out. Good sandwich. Finn's Once again, thank you so much, everybody who joined us on uh Facebook on Instagram and listening on iTunes and all your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 180. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Have a good one.